0: Conversations, Just Talk, and Lisa Listen, that is how this podcast is powered and who it's powered by. I am Jesse Farrell, professional speaker, personal professional development coach, and now podcaster. And you are?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I am Lisa Vibe, the Lisa Listen side of things, VP of marketing and sales, as well as managing partner and success coach. What
0: you talking about, Willis? What you talking about? How did you get that name, Lisa Listen?
1: Well, just a short story. What a great conversation, Jess.
0: To start out, because it's our back to school special. Let's just say that. It is. It's a back to school specific conversation on back to school. So let's go back to school.
1: And we will have three secret tips to manage your back-to-school stress on this show, so stay tuned for that.
0: Absolutely, we will. So tell me, just tell us quickly, how did you, uh, Lisa, listen, it's a cool little ring, it's a cool name. It came from something, I'm sure.
1: Well, yeah, we were sitting in the backyard when I left corporate, figuring out if I should be lisabiby.com, and something about it just didn't sit right with me, and then I knew this guy by the name of Jesse who said, what about... Lisa Listen. Wow. Because you're such a good listener. See? And it just explains everything about you. And there you and are. And there we have Lisa Listen. Out.
0: I like it. Very good. <laughs> so Lisa Listen, since you listen so well, and you do, well, let's talk about our back to school program. Three major elements. A lot of times with programs like this, they tease it, they throw it out there, and they make you watch for a long time and, and you give, keep waiting. Give,
1: give the jewels in the end of the show so yes. they stay tuned. Are we going to give one in, one in the beginning, one in the middle, and one in the end?
0: We can do that, or we can give it all up right now and just back well, into it. I don't know. You want to give everything it. up front? D- d- let's just flip okay, it around. Let's not be like everybody else. I'm rolling else. with it. Let's give it to it. Give I Give it. No. What's I, number one? I wrote it up. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Go. <laughs> 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 Three elements to overcome challenges. Number one, heighten awareness. First thing I want you to do is heighten your awareness. Okay? Number two, I want... You to simplify.
1: You want me to simplify? You
0: and you out there. And you. And you and you. There. I want all those listeners and viewers and what else are, what else do we call audience. That. That's a really Jess. I want the audience and you to number one, heighten your awareness. Number two, simplify. And the three, the third thing, accountability partner. Ask. Use the power of asking to create an accountability partner and we'll explain why all that is. What say you about those three? major elements for getting ready for this back to school thing
1: well you explained an accountability partner okay. and and holding them having them hold you accountable but what about the first two what are the answers to the first two? okay
0: let's do well we'll give some subliminal answers and then we'll come back so we're going to keep it at, at the back to school piece by the way how do you like my back to school gear
1: Wow, it's a serpent. What is is a serpent?
0: Mineral County High School. This is the Hawthorne Serpents back in the day when I was sporting a full Afro and a full set of teeth.
1: Was it that hard on you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) They were all my own and the hair was my own. Okay, all right. So this is the Mineral County High School. This is the Hawthorne Serpents. That was our mascot. And we were awesome in basketball. We were very good in track and field, and we got killed in football every year.
1: And you just had a little mini reunion to get that t- that sweatshirt. Well, correct. no, I,
0: I didn't bring that one, but I brought oh. this is my fresh This is my uh, throwback, so I brought this one. Okay. We were also state champions in and baseball as well a number of years and lots of
1: whoa. The you're girls, bad at the bone.
0: Yeah my my niece was on about I think three or four consecutive state championship teams. My niece being Nicole Farrell. She was on some state championship teams back then. So I wore this as my back-to-school gear. So you could tell I'm serious about got We got all of our books here all laid out that we read or have read. And so, yeah, what well, do you Jess,
1: think? enough about you. Let's get, let's get these tips oh, to okay, the audience now. Oh, okay, sorry, I got now. stuck.
0: I do get stuck every now and then. <laughs> so the tips. So the heightened awareness means to open up and be willing to be aware on a reality basis on what's really happening, not what you either think is happening or living in a land of denial, denying some of the things you just don't want to deal with. So open up your awareness to really take a close, introspective look at what's happening with you now as you get into this new season, not just back to school for the kids, but also back to the school of life.
1: Well, when you want to heighten your awareness, how about heightening your awareness and being aware of your surroundings? Because sometimes we're so busy and moving here moving here that you— You lose focus of what's happening around you. Well said. And then you become unsafe. So besides that type of awareness, be aware of your surroundings to maintain your safeness.
0: Right. In other words, sometimes you have to slow it down. There's so much coming at so many of us these days. It's absolutely incredible. Do you know that the average executive on the C-level, the C-suites, the presidents, the CEOs, and all those folks, do you know that 68% of them handle their business, their entire business, right from their handheld device. So their eyeballs well, are on that. I so many eyeballs are right there in the palm.
1: Well, what about the kids in school?
0: Yeah, same thing. I mean, the
1: the teachers let them have these devices in class. So, again, awareness. Where's your awareness? Is it in your smartphone or is it with the teacher? Are you really learning?
0: Well, imagine this. If, if, if the C-level people, the C-suite people, the CEOs, the presidents, CEOs, senior VPs, If 68% of them have their eyeballs in the palms, you know that it's a lot bigger number for the younger folks that are far more aggressive with using these devices.
1: Well, and think about teaching that. Think about being a teacher and the kids, let's say 80% of the kids have these devices. Right. How do you overcome that?
0: Well, you know, that's actually a really good question. I think that the teacher then must be ultra aware of when they're actually using the device to support the educational process or they're you know maybe goofing around on it. I think you'd have to get to know the character of those children and know who you might have to lean on a little bit harder to make sure they're focusing on the lesson and not something else on the phone.
1: Which brings up another point. Mm-hmm. You know, our kids are in, in college at this point, but when they have a math test, do they get to use these to figure out the math problems? You know
0: what, If I, if, if I were teaching, that would be a no. Be in, uh, unless it was purely on a calculator mode, not you know what I mean. So I'd have to be very careful that it stayed in calculator mode. But how do you
1: manage that when you have 35 to 50 or 200? Well, number one, call, it's
0: called an honor code. Yeah, it's called if you're not on a calculator, you're on any other program during this test, that's cheating. So that means an automatic F, simple. Okay, it's an honor code. So Being but, that
1: but, you were a professor, I guess you would know, you know these the brother. Things. <laughs> come
0: on, come on, you know,
1: yeah. anyway. Yeah, so yeah.
0: that was an Anthony Williams, come on, you know. <laughs> That's what Anthony Williams says when he really wants to send home the point. Okay. So really cool. So so the second thing uh, that we talk about is simplify. So such so many of us add such complication to our lives, both personally and professionally, mm-hmm. that we overcomplicate it with stuff. Simplify. I've
1: even been known to be guilty for that. We can You know, uh,
0: put me in that group. Right. I'm constantly having to purge. <laughs> yeah,
1: we just did that over the weekend. Yeah, as but which, of fact. which
0: is why it's which is why these are the secrets. Yeah. Because they're simple. Typically easy to do for the most part. Uh, The only time that you don't, that it's not easy to do is if you enter in a place called resistance.
1: Or or creating the space and time to make it happen because so many of us, again, we're going so fast.
0: Yeah, but when you say that, that's also an automatic cop-out. Creating the space and time can be a challenge. You're right. Creating the space and time is what you want to do, but don't see it as a challenge. See it as an opportunity.
1: Or as Jesse's famous thing, gamify it.
0: I love to gamify (laughs) it. It's a great point. So I gamify things that I don't want to do. Yeah. If it's something that I really don't want to do and I need to prioritize, I, put, I make a game out of it by, let's, for instance, so everyone knows cleaning what we're talking the garage. about. Yes, because uh, I don't like cr- cleaning the garage, but I like pulling into a clean garage. Well, you act garage. like
1: you do. I didn't know you didn't.
0: I know because I'm having so much fun when, I, <laughs> when I'm when i doing it because I have gamified it. What I do is, let's pretend like it's a two-day project. What I'll do is I'll set my my iPad for two and a half hours, yeah. which is ridiculous. It's a ridiculous goal. I put it out there. I back out the car and I make three piles, a giveaway. A keep and a throwaway. Mm-hmm. I don't, nothing can stop me from rifling things into those three piles and I'm seeking to beat the clock. And my whole goal is can I get it done before the clock times out?
1: And most times, do you?
0: I'd say nine times out of 10, I absolutely fail. <laughs> 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 and so. <laughs> So, and I mean fail, no, I mean fail miserably. So then I have a rule. I get a one snooze rule, boop, you hit the snooze button, I get 30 more minutes.
1: And then what happens at the end of 30 minutes? I fail again. And then what do you do, Jess?
0: I I call it a day. Because in three hours, I've done more in three hours than I would do in two days because of my extreme focus and I'm seeking to beat the game. I have beat that game one time out of 10 at best.
1: You know what? And you didn't even put that down as a tip, but I think that serves as tip number four. They got an added bonus in the show today.
0: You know why? Because now I'm using my MSU degree.
1: Okay, making
0: stuff up. I sounded like Bill Clinton when I said that. (laughs) MSU degree, making stuff up. I didn't inhale because I didn't smoke.
1: Okay, just checking.
0: But if my friends are watching, I know they did, but I didn't. I just (laughs) I didn't think you needed it. So those are the three. So let's, let's, let's push further into the show. Let's talk about like you said you said it's back to school time and by the way let's give some props for the lady that gave us the idea for this program talk to me
1: ruth Furman. we want to say thank you
0: round of applause thank round you. of applause Woo-hoo. for ruth
1: right thank you so much because the back to school topic today and tips were ruth's idea so thank you very much ruth
0: she's good she's good at what she does so now we're she's g- bad to the bone she is way bad to the bone. yes she is so here we go we asked our friends, families, and clients the same question. And here was the question here. It says, we challenged uh, them to let us know what they struggle with, what the challenges are at this time and at this time of the year, both personally and professionally. And this is what they had to say about it. Number one, they said that uh, when challenges, no, when change happens in the workplace or at home, what is the best way to embrace it? That's what they're asking yes. us. Yes. And they said... I see so many people fighting it, and it must be their way or the highway.
1: So how do you manage somebody with that type of mentality, attitude, mindset?
0: You mean that has the mindset of my way or the highway? Yeah. You know, I think those people need uh, a checkup from the neck up. They need to get with people that they trust, people that know them well, and ask those people to tell them the truth.
1: But they mostly can't handle the truth. Let's face it.
0: That's true. But this is the time, listening to this program, that where you might want to start building the mindset where you can accept the truth, even if it's only for 30 minutes or 15 minutes or five minutes.
1: Or there's always the color code yeah, where ta- you can gamify.
0: Well, talk to us. So well, tell them about the color code. And I'd like to hear your thoughts on color code. Just share that whole rollout.
1: Okay. The color and, code. Well,
0: what, what, what does it do for, sorry to interrupt you, about... Uh- You know, improving the quality of your character, basically, is that assessing what your character is is, and then improving it. Tell us about that whole rollout.
1: Well, the color code is a uh, personality assessment that says when you get self, you get others. And you're either a red, which is motivated by power and getting things done. You're either a blue, which is you seek to be understood and like intimate conversations. A white which is me, likes inner peace and no conflict, and a a yellow is motivated by fun. But they say, again, when you get self, you get others. When you take this assessment, it tells you about your character, it tells you your strengths, your limitations, and how to overcome those limitations and make those your strengths. Jesse? What are you doing?
0: The first thing I want to say what I'm doing is I wanna amen you for the great rollout of the color code. Round of applause for Lisa. <laughs> Round of applause for Lisa. Well said, well done. So people actually get a chance to get a first hand real life assessment of what their character represents, how they show up.
1: What filters from an innate level. What filters that they have that you know wh-
0: Filters being age, birth order, birth religion. order religion. Yes, yes, yes. What else? Religion. What else?
1: Uh, birth order, religion, where they fall in the family. Uh, uh, we already said that one. There's two others that. Are, well, the other one could not be not where where mind. where they
0: grew up at, like whether it was international or domestic. That could have about their culture. Their culture can that certainly was the one have. Yeah, there you yes. go. But no, that's good. So what am I doing? What do you mean? What am I doing?
1: Well, you are doing back a, a wardrobe change. It is
0: back to school. We have
1: 30 minutes, and you're over there just. You I didn't know, even
0: realize that get I even. Naked on me. I didn't even. All I did was I did a little bewitch on you. You know that
1: like, <laughs> like that, oh, okay? Because
0: you know what, this is the, the, the what I was wearing before. The serpent that was the first high school and only high school that I went to, and then I was able to go to the University of Viterbo when I was in high school, and so I spent some time at the University of Viterbo. I thought I would do a back to school hello and. Shout out to them.
1: Which is where our son Alex Bybee is in his senior year right now.
0: Yeah. So shout out to Alex Bybee. I'm wearing his school colors for a minute.
1: Well, he's gonna like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so that was that was the why. So there you have it. So let's go on to the next one then. Unless did we did we get enough intel out of that first well,
1: one? While we're on Alex Bybee today is his birthday. Today, 20, today is, is his, his 21st, 21st birthday. birthday.
0: Well, happy birthday to you. Happy
1: birthday, Alex. Mr.
0: Alex Bybee, if if you if you're watching, do yourself a favor. Grow some hair on your face, brother. That's all I'm asking.
1: He's got hair on his face right now. I know. Where have you been?
0: I keep the hair groomed. I haven't seen you in a while. On the face. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. No, that's really cool. So happy birthday to him. Yep. All righty. Well, I I hope he's watching and he's picking up on some of these tips. Tip number two, question number two. I am overwhelmed in life and feel stuck. What can I do to get unstuck? Ooh. Overwhelmed in life and I'm feeling stuck. What can I do to get unstuck? Well,
1: one of your tips in the beginning was to get an accountability partner, yes. somebody that's a, that you feel you trust. It's a safe place to tell the truth. And they're they're going to give you honest feedback on how to get unstuck, how you're showing up. They can be honest and tell you how you're showing up and maybe why you're feeling stuck.
0: I agree. What do you think one would actually, what would be good for one to do or what disposition would be good for them to take a real understanding that that they're in in order to want to get unstuck.
1: Well, a positive outlook, because a lot of people that feel stuck, they're so stuck in doom and gloom that everything seems like, you know, you are beyond help and you get stuck in that. So you need to get with somebody that is the opposite of them. That is one that's positive and one that's making things happen. And you need to adapt some of their abilities and, dump some of the mindset that you're stuck in.
0: I agree. So most people though, Lisa, they, they, they wait until they're sick and tired of being sick and tired.
1: Well, that's kind of what I did.
0: Well, a lot of people do. They wait till they, they, have been
1: there and done that.
0: Do you know what in the movie, uh, is it called eat, Eat, pray, Pray, love, eat, pray, love. She says, ruin is a gift. Ruin is the road to transformation. Mm, Some people, it is big, isn't it? Some people don't get to the place where they can actually transform until they get to a place (laughs) called ruin. We're all afraid of being ruined or feeling like we're in a ruined situation, but oftentimes you, some people have to hit rock bottom it's true. before they start doing something. You. We're saying these things yeah. and they can hear them and they're not stupid. They can get that, but that doesn't mean they're going to do anything well, about but,
1: it. You know, you're just sick and tired of being sick and tired. You are so... You know, you put up with it. You put up with it, and it, it's just like your lifestyle. When when you know you're 20 pounds overweight, you're like, okay, if I if I gain another five, that gets your motivation to get your butt back in the gym to get the the pounds off. It's, you gotta wanna. Yeah, you've time. got
0: to want to. If you have a broken want to, nothing happens.
1: Because that's what drives you to get to the goal. Without it. What what's your motivation?
0: I'd like to I'd like to lose ten pounds, but I had three donate three donuts, and I can't even pronounce donuts. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Well, uh,
1: gonna...
0: Yeah, three dognuts, more like it. <laughs> I had three donuts with like, over the last <laughs> ala, with Alamo. Let's, let's be, tell the real truth. Tell the truth, but but I wasn't going to lose those ten pounds in that.
1: And it Sometimes was your birthday, and you did have a little bit of birthday cake last night.
0: In other words, it built an excuse. So there you have okay. it. And that's typically what people roll by. So we want to drop the excuses. And if that's something you really want to do, get real, get serious, get get into business and get an accountability partner, which is one of our yep, tips. Yep, yep, All right, let's ro- roll with then. Let's see. Number three. three.
1: Which of your belief systems are stopping you from accomplishing dot, dot, dot?
0: Okay, which of your belief systems? Most people, not most, a lot of people, let me say a lot of people that I run across have false limiting belief systems that have been ironed in over time and they don't even know that the thing that they're believing in is not even true
1: give me an example of that
0: uh little boys don't cry
1: mm. or boys, or children are meant to be seen and not heard
0: children are meant to be seen and not heard yeah. or little girls in that in that fairy tale fantasy the wedding with the gown and the, the, and night, the cake the and the all that in night and, shine and that's going to make your life when you get that yes. the white picket fence yes. And, yes. yes when you get there you've there's the now you have your life now when you give them all that and that still doesn't produce a life they're stuck
1: or what if some sibling in your family gets that life and the other sibling doesn't and that sibling over here is always you were you know you got the silver spoon you victim got mentality you got everything you wanted victim. and you had the you have my life that's the life i wanted and i'm over here in resentment back and forth and that where eventually if it turns into hatred and they don't even talk anymore
0: what tends up to happen with that typically the, the post the person that's doing the whining uh, those are typically one with a skewed perception. There's only their perception of how things are. That doesn't mean it's the reality of how things so are. So they're
1: stuck in this belief system.
0: They're in a false limiting belief system that yeah. things are the way that just from their perspective that it is that way. But oftentimes there's, alt, alt, there's more than even one other perspective to look at a matter. And when you stay stuck in a perspective like that, not, they say if you're not the lead dog, the scenery never changes.
1: Mm-hmm. Well said. You
0: know what I mean? So you got to propel yourself to the front of the line. you got to move to the top. And sometimes those obstacles and those setbacks are there to test to see if you'll fight through
1: them. Well, and just like Pastor David said Sunday, when his wife was riding the horse and she's on the lead horse and everybody else is behind, what's your view? Your view is great if you're the lead horse, but if you're not the lead horse... You know what you're looking at. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and he called it some another horse's behind is yeah. what he said. But we know what he was really wanting to that's say. That's right. But he's a pastor, so he had to keep it clean. Yeah, and he did a great job of that. And we're going to keep it clean on this show, but you know what I want to say. What's that? I'm not going to say it. I'm going to call it a behind.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. Got it.
0: But no, that's really good, though. So that that I, I like that one. Why don't you roll with uh, question number four and then tell us your thoughts about question number four.
1: I'm struggling with time management lack of motivation or interest from my staff. They do as little as possible on a daily basis, and I feel a sense of entitlement, and I want to be rewarded for this, and never reaching or stretching to their potential. Okay, so this was one of our audience members that said she is struggling with her staff, and they do as little as possible. Can any of you out there relate to that? Anyone that runs their own business or works somewhere, or maybe even it's, it, this is relatable to kids. It's a teacher and they can't mo- motivate their kids to do their homework or even listen to them in the classroom. Can you relate to this? And what do you think, just thinking about it, you, our audience, I would love you to chat in and chime in to tell me what you think the solutions are before we provide them to you right now. Okay. And Jesse, yes. you did it again. My, I'm sitting here having a, a an honest conversation with our audience and yes. you're over there distracting me again.
0: Yes. Because <laughs> I am now letting you know that I am now representing UNLV, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas with Woo! my attire. Yes. Okay. yes. And, and our
1: daughter, Asia. Asia went, went graduated
0: since. from UNLV with a hotel administration.
1: Yes, she did.
0: Yep. yep. She, that's her degree. Yep. And actually, that's one of mine as well, Hotel Administration and Bachelor of Fine Arts in Art, but who cares about that? I'm really more about that it's back to school time, and I'm representing the power of UNLV and their colors.
1: Okay. Go UNLV Rebels. Go Rebels. Exactly. How's that? Rebel. Rebel. Were you oh.
0: were you surprised? Do you like do you like the rollout of education since it's back to school yes, from the high school to the yes. first college to the second college?
1: Yes, I'm digging it. I love the back to back to school theme. Okay, I should the books, the everything, yeah, yeah. The ambiance. I should get some setting the mood. And you
0: went to University of Utah. Hard knocks. Okay, well, no, but I, you did. I
1: did. I went to the University of Utah for uh, a year.
0: Okay, we need to get some of those jerseys too.
1: Well, if you would have told me you were doing this, I could have made myself Surprise. look better. I'm going to have to save that for another show. You will. Back to the question. Okay. While you were doing all your fancy schmancy stuff over there, yeah. did you hear the question?
0: I did. You're talking about people struggling with uh, and, and management, right?
1: She's She's got a staff, and they do as little as they can to get by. How do you motivate them? What do you do? And not only do they do as little as they want to get by— But they're also wanting promotions at this level when they just do as little as it takes to get by.
0: I think what you do is you bring in a change agent. You bring in someone that can help them see the perspective of how it is without pointing fingers at anyone. In a different voice. Correct. Without pointing fingers at, you know, Bob, you're doing this and Sally, you're doing this and Sharon, you're doing that. Without any of that, you, you, you put on a program that's maybe even, you know, 90 to 120, 90 minutes to 120 minutes and you you do this in the quest of building morale in terms of team building mm-hmm. and so forth and you get and, and let this professional speaker whomever it may be paint a picture of an example of circumstances outside of those people but that mirror the mirror the very things that they're doing mm-hmm. so they'll relo- show
1: them the mirror yeah show
0: them the mirror but not naming names and then you start talking about what it is and what it isn't and then you move to solution based thinking but you pull them in and have them Help you determine what the solution for that would be. Mm. And then after that all closes, you say, I wonder if we have any of that in our organization. Let's just all tell the truth about what our strengths and limitations are, what our weaknesses are, where we're doing things at a really stellar level, and where we're just below basement and need to pick it up.
1: Well, and, and even ask the leaders. You know, what they, the staff, usually see something in a leader that they want more of. So it's a two way street.
0: Absolutely. But my whole point is, again, comes back to one of our tips, awareness.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm talking about a heightened awareness. There's no better, faster way to heighten someone's awareness without feeling like they have to get defensive because you're rolling rolling them under the bus mm-hmm. by showing them their story in another story. Yeah. And then relating it back to them and say, what's in that story for you?
1: Mm-hmm. The,
0: typically, people own their own stuff when you do that because they don't. It's like, that's someone else doing that.
1: If... They're willing to tell the truth.
0: If they're willing to tell the truth, exactly. So, but that's the whole point. Yes, I got it. So that's that. That would be my 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 answer on that one. Okay. You want to roll to number five?
1: Sure. What are your suggestions for work life
0: balance? Simple. Get rid of it.
1: Get rid of it. Yeah.
0: Do not pursue work life balance. It's impossible, especially these days.
1: Then what is the answer to that? The
0: answer then would be pursue work excellence and personal balance. Separate the two. Pursue work work in an excellent fashion and let that be what you do. Strive for personal balance so you'll be better in your personal life and in your professional life. Do not put it in a theme called work-life balance. That's another false limiting belief, to believe that that is possible for you to do and sustain it. There are things shifting and moving all the time. Constantly. So blow that phrase out. Go for work. Do,
1: the, do your very best No, in no, both? Not,
0: not your best. Go for work. At, shoot for work excellence. And strive for a personal balance.
1: Okay. Have you ever raised three kids and had to work and then leave work and go chauffeur them? And then you're doing personal and then you're doing yeah, work and yeah. you're doing this. And, sure. I'm And, not and done, all the balls are in the air. i am not done I'm that. I'm talking to all the mothers that are out there right now that are single moms that have to take this on. Right. You know, that is a real work life balance issue I still
0: would I would if I were if they hired me to coach them I would say to that mother you have great skills and talents let's pull your best skills and talents and focus on embellishing those let's pull whatever is a, a limiting situation with you or or a weakness limitation I prefer let's work on growing that limitation let's get you to work excellent and while you're at work be at work when you're at home be at home do not try to balance work and life so when you get home, whatever available time you've allotted for being home time, truly be at home and be in the moment with those children, not being at work and back and forth and back and forth.
1: That's really good advice. And sometimes it's much easier said than done. So do you have any?
0: Yeah, I can say this is harder. It's harder if you don't say it. Okay. Your thoughts create your action. What you think about, you bring about, look at all these books right here, say it right here. And so just so you know, uh, change your thinking, change your life. Okay. That's how and that's well, right here. Right find, here by Brian Tracy. Finding
1: your passion, finding make sure your you're passion. living your passion and make Absolutely. sure that the job you're working in is the job you want to be in. Cheryl
0: Richardson, I totally there get you it. Go. And we're winding down. So we only have a couple minutes left. So let's roll really quickly with number six. What do you suggest to prevent burnout?
1: Uh hire a coach and let you get some tools, systems and processes to build a bridge to get the other side of a happier life.
0: That's a great way. And if you cannot afford a coach, before you, you know when you're starting to slide down that hill. When you're starting to slide down that hill, call it what it is. Don't let yourself get to this place called burnout. The symptoms are there along the way.
1: Back to the accountability partner. There
0: we go. Accountability partner. Get someone to watch you from. Do a checkup from the neck up. I All like right.
1: It. And what about where they can find us, Jess?
0: Well, they can find us at. Well, I don't know where they can find come us. Do on, you know where come they can on. Come on. I've us? got this
1: memorized now.
0: Okay. Talk to us. Speak it.
1: <laughs> iTunes, Roku, Apple TV stitcher google tv youtube the rss feed facebook twitter and last but certainly not least the vegas video network wow
0: Woo-hoo. you were bad to the bone i love you the way you it. roll you know it that is where they can find us that way they can watch on demand
1: and coming up next week we have a really special guest spencer horn
0: spencer horn is one of those guys that walks the talk
1: with spencer horn solutions he's, you guys are on hit street when you guys well spencer it's, it's horn is unstoppable
0: he's good looking He's tall, although even if he wasn't, he'd still be fine. And if you're not, that's still cool. But he is.
1: He's your brother from another mother. Wow, well, this guy's—he's got some stuff. Uh, he's,
0: he's packing. <laughs> he's intelligent. He's—he's he's, um, kind. He's considerate. He's a wonderful coach and a wonderful uh, teacher, and just expresses himself very well. Uh, when when you know what it was a the thing that used to say when E. F. Hutton speaks, people listen.
1: Mm, when Spencer speaks,
0: people listen. All right, there you have it.
1: Well, your best life starts when you.
0: Well, I you know all I know is your best life starts when you get someone that you can hang with that you really dig. And And then it's
1: all about <laughs> how you leave them feeling.
0: It is all about how you leave them feeling.
1: Great right. show. Thank you.